Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. And the ESRI, the Economic and Social Research Institute, has come up with a survey about climate change. And you kind of go... Crikey, who knew? If you tell people, then they'll be more understanding of it. Basically, it says that just 10 minutes learning the science of climate change increases support. Dr. Shane Timmons is a research officer with the ESRI and he joins me. Shane, it, it seems obvious, but were you surprised by the results? Good morning. Morning, Peter. Yeah, so the, the quiz itself, so the questions that we asked people about climate change, they were about the climate change science. Um, so the causes of it, uh, the effects of it, ways to mitigate against it. Um, and then what we did in the survey was we selected half the people who took part. So we had a thousand people, selected half of them at random to see the answers to these questions after they made their guess. And then later on in the study, we asked them about their support for different climate policies. So, for example, the carbon tax. What we found is that the people who'd seen the answers to the quiz were actually far more supportive of the carbon tax than people who didn't see the answers. And again, now those those people were selected at random and the answers weren't about the carbon tax itself. It was about the science of climate change. Mm. So overall, it suggests that just that bit of engagement with the climate science itself made people more supportive of climate action. Yeah, You, you asked a thousand people uh, th- that set of questions. In general, how much knowledge did you think it's out there? Yeah. So we had a nationally representative sample of a thousand people take part. Um, in general, we found that the sort of basic understanding of climate change was quite good. Uh, so, for example, 90% of people recognise that a human activity is what's causing climate change. If you compare that to a similar question that's been that's been run in the UK, that they're at 72%. So, so we're quite a bit higher here in terms of the recognition of it. Um, some good recognition of the day-to-day sources of emissions like cars and so on. Um, but we also identified some gaps in people understanding. Um, so the gaps in understanding really related to, um, I guess it's people underestimating some of the effects. So for example, um, one in three people weren't aware that the agriculture sector is responsible for the highest share of emissions. Um, and then just to say that this it wasn't an urban-rural split on this. Um, it was it was consistent across different groups. Right. We, we just, we know how important farming is to the Irish economy, but people were unaware of its contribution to the climate situation. Exactly, yeah. So it, it's not denial that it's, it does have no effect, but kind of underestimating the, the, the relationship between agriculture and, and emissions. And then we also ask questions to people about um, sort of individual actions that people can take. Uh, there was good recognition of those actions. So people kind of knew in general what's good for the environment and, and what's not. 
Um, but where understanding was a bit poor was on, um, again, the sort of what is going to have the biggest impact versus what's going to have a lower impact. So people thought, for example, that if you buy um, unpackaged food, that that's going to have a higher impact environment than, than it is. And people underestimated the benefit of sort of reducing your meat intake and so on. What seems interesting is in, in terms of shopping, we're all told shop local yeah. being good for the environment, but maybe not quite so much. So exactly. So um, in general, what the what the science shows and the people have compiled all the all the data on emissions and so on, what you eat is more important than where it comes from. So what you eat kind of gives more of those emissions than than where it comes from. Um, not to say that buying local isn't beneficial, both for the environment and for the local economy. So we're not saying that that's not something people should be doing. Um, more so that people were kind of people who want to do something for, for the environment are sort of overestimating how much of an impact that's going to have versus maybe changing their diet or versus maybe cycling instead of driving and so on. Yeah. yeah. Like, for example, uh, we, we have a, a lot of people love avocados, <laughs> but the air might yes. built up by your average avocado. Uh, yeah. You know... Um, yeah, so there's um, there's a great resource on this. Now, this is something that I was surprised by myself when I was when I was putting together the the materials for the study and kind of designing the quiz and so on. Um, uh, went to uh, a resource called Our World in Data, where they estimate those things exactly. So, is it um, your avocados being flown in, or is it the cow in the field next door? Like, which one is going to be worse for the environment? Now, what they estimate is actually that a lot of the food that we um, that is imported um, is imported on freight. So the, the the emissions from it aren't actually as high as you might think. Right. Um, so there are some things like like fruits and so on might be flown in, but in general, what you eat is going to have a bigger impact than where it comes from. Okay. So the 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 the, the meat that you're buying that came from the farm thirty miles away could actually be doing more harm to the environment than that avocado or those pears that came in on a flight. Is that what you're saying? That's what the that's what the data suggests. And this is exactly the the kind of um, where we found people kind of didn't have as good climate change knowledge as they had in, in other respects. Gotcha, gotcha. But again, when people were, were informed of this information, um, they they became more supportive of the carbon tax, which we were surprised by because this information didn't relate to the carbon tax. And then secondly, they were more willing to engage in these sort of higher impact and pro-environmental actions themselves. Yeah. And what about people going and traveling? Like uh, we'll, we'll go back, hopefully able to go back traveling properly on holidays this summer. How, how conscious do we need to be about our, our seemingly harmless yeah. flight to Spain once a year? So this is uh, with with flights as well was where we saw kind of um, more people underestimating the impact of flights than, than I think we might have expected. Um, so one of the, the highest impact actions you can do for the environment is to avoid even one long haul flight. Mm. Um, so that's, that's kind of classified as by environmentalists as a high impact action. Only half the people in our sample knew that it was a high impact action. Most people thought it was moderate or even low. Yeah. Um, so there's, there's, there is gaps in understanding there in terms of, again, it's the impact that different actions are having. All yeah. of them are, are good for the environment, but it's the impact that each one has. Yeah. No, what I mean is if you, if you take a plane load of people going off to, for argument's sake, Mallorca for a fortnight, they leave a certain carbon footprint with their flight. But, but if they all head in their individual cars uh, to, to Kerry or Galway or Sligo, are, what's, what, it, how does it balance up? 
Yeah, so um, I, I will acknowledge it. So I'm a behavioural scientist. I'm not a, a, a climate scientist. But sure. from the, the research on it, it suggests that those flights are having more of an impact than the carries. So that's where the kind of, again, it's okay. it's being local in that case is, is the thing we want, not only for um, the environment, but also um, for our local economies. So finding, having found this out now from the survey, the ESRI, what, how, what use will these findings, what will they be put to? Um, well, firstly, I think it's it's important to, that it shows that it doesn't take much engagement with the issue, just a bit of reliable basic science for people to really start to, to think about the issue and change their mind. So people ended up with different views just because they saw the answers to our quiz. Um, so we think that's a, that it shows a good way to, to sort of motivate people on climate change. Um, and it also shows that people are open to, to changing their mind on it. We don't have the same issue as in other countries where people are stuck in an ideology. I'm a little curious, were your responses analysed by age? Yes, yeah, we did look at age. Um, and in it, we actually found that, um, so in terms of willingness to, to change behaviour and so on, with the questions that we asked, we actually found more willingness among older people than among younger people in the study. Mm. Right. So, so younger, younger people know more. So younger people, um, it seems like the ones who are already doing something, um, that they're, so it's the ones who aren't doing anything for the environment, it's kind of harder to shift their, their behaviour, whereas with older people there's sort of more scope to improve, but there was a higher willingness to improve oh. um, their own environmental behaviour. Okay, it's interesting. It's interesting and a lot of reading in it. Uh, thank you for being with us, Dr. Shane Timmons, Research Officer with the ESRI. Courts 96 FM.